You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Yes, Yeshua saves. Aren't you glad that he saves? We are studying the book of Revelation and um, our last topic was the introduction of Revelation where we recognize that Yahweh gave uh, the revelation of Yeshua Hamashiach, his son, unto his angel who signified it unto his servant John. We were not left in darkness of the things that are coming upon the earth. And I'm thankful that the book is not a closed book as so many people think. If the book was closed, then we'll all be doomed and miserable people and um, his church will be blind to the things that are happening and coming upon the world. But thanks be to the Most High, he cares and he has given us the sure word of prophecy. We're going to be looking at the symbolic language of Revelation. Yes, you and I would both agree that The book of Revelation is filled with imagery, frightening imagery that speak of beasts with seven heads and ten horns and speaks of thunderings and lightnings and trumpets and seals and and plagues. And yes, it's a frightening book. But (laughs) Christians aren't supposed to be afraid of the book of Revelation because Yeshua died for us and he made it possible for our salvation. And he's only given us a snapshot or a panoramic view of the things that are to come upon the world and we have already seen things that have happened prophetically in the past with the succession of nations now we are living down in the in the image of Daniel in the toes of time prophetic time and it's an exciting time to be alive in this time when we can see the unfolding of the great prophecies of the book of Revelation So fasten your seatbelt as we delve further into the symbolic language of Revelation. Hence, we will go to Revelation chapter 13 and verse 1. We're going to be looking at some symbolic languages here. John said, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Alright, so we have the first instance of the symbolic language. Then I will go to Daniel chapter 7 and verse 1 to 3. Daniel the prophet says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head while on his bed. Then he wrote down the dream telling the main facts. Daniel spoke, saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea, and the four great beasts came up from the sea, each different from the other. Two instances in the Bible where the symbolic languages of beast is used. Let's continue further. Now, Revelation 1 verse 1 states, And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. Here we find a very important word in the book of Revelation. The word is signified. It seems like a simple word, but there's still deep prophetic connotations and implications here. Listen carefully. 
This is translated in the Greek word semeno, meaning to show by symbolic signs. This word is used in the Greek translation of the Old Testament in which Daniel explains to King Nebuchadnezzar that by the statue made of gold, silver, bronze, and iron, Yahweh signifies to the king what will take place in the future. You can find that in Daniel chapter 2 and verse 45. So, by employing the same word, John tells us that the scenes and events of Revelation were shown to him in vision in symbolic presentations. Guided by Yahweh's Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, John faithfully recorded these symbolic presentations as he had seen them in the visions. So, to avoid any confusion and doubts, these visions and symbols were given by Yahweh to his servants and ultimately given to us, his people, that we would not be afraid of the things that are coming upon the earth. I'm thankful that Yahweh is an all-wise loving Elohim who have given us the sure word of prophecy. Now, for the most part, the language used to describe Revelation's prophecies must not be interpreted literally. Bear that warning and admonition. The language in Revelation should not be interpreted literally. That's where the confusion is coming in. And so many people don't want to read the book because they're afraid of the language that is in the book of Revelation. There's no need to be afraid. As a rule, the reading of the Bible in general presupposes a literal understanding of the text, unless the text does point to intended symbolism. But when we read Revelation, unless the text points to a literal meaning, we need to interpret it symbolically. And the Bible, of course, is its own interpreter. And it usually gives the interpretation of the symbols or images. If the Bible does not do that, then we are to interpret it literally. Are you following me? So keeping in mind the largely symbolic character of Revelation will safeguard us against distorting the prophetic message. That is a safeguard that Yahweh in his wisdom has placed in the book of Revelation or in the book of prophecy. In trying to determine the meaning of the symbols used in the book, we must be careful not to impose on the text a meaning that comes out of human imagination or the current meanings of those symbols in our culture. So many times, you know, there are fanciful interpretations based on the culture or the region of the world that, that they are bringing interpretation to these, to these prophecies. We've got to be careful with that. We must go to the Bible and to the symbols found in its pages in order to understand the symbols in the book of Revelation. Yahweh doesn't need our help, our scholastic academia to help him in writing the scripture and giving it to us. No way. It's all about Yeshua and he gave it to us with the interpretations thereof. In fact, in trying to unlock the meaning of the symbols in Revelation, we must remember that most of them were drawn from the Old Testament. And another bone of contention, people are saying that the Old Testament is a closed book we, we should not use that book anymore, so they want to go to the New Testament. But how can we understand the New if the foundation is the Old Testament? The foundation of the New Testament is the Old Testament. And you would hear people say that 
the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. All right, we do need all 66 books of the Bible. We are not to take away anything and we are not to add anything to the scripture. And by portraying the future in the language of the past, Yahweh wanted to impress on our minds that his acts of salvation in the future will be very much like his acts of salvation in the past. He delivered the children of Israel from Egypt after 430 years of oppression and slavery. He delivered them with a mighty right hand. So today, in the time of Jacob's trouble, in the time of persecution, in the time when the world will be seeing the woes, Yahweh will deliver his people. Aren't you glad that he has given us this prophetic revelation? So what he did for his people in the past, he will do it again today for you and me. So we need not be afraid. And in endeavoring to decode the symbols and images of revelation, we must start by paying attention to the Old Testament. The Old Testament, we have got to go back to it. Because, you see, so many people want to get rid of the Old Testament because the Ten Commandments is there. And if they're saying that the Ten Commandments are abolished, then therefore we don't need the Old Testament anymore because it's archaic. It served its purpose. But that's not the case today. In order to understand the prophecies of Revelation, we have got to go back to the Old Testament. Yahweh himself employed pictures and symbols to present to his prophets lessons which he would have them give to the people, and which could thus be better understood than if given in any other way. He appealed to the understanding through the sense of sight. Prophetic history was presented to Daniel and John in symbols, and these were to be represented plainly upon tablets that he who read might understand. So let's look at it this way. An architect says he's going to draw plans for a great building. That everyone who sees this building would want to know who was the one that drew the plans. But the architect didn't put any drawing down that the builders would be able to follow the pattern. So he just tell the builder to build me a house that is four stories tall with arches and, and such and such a room here and there. The poor builder has no diagram, no blueprints to follow. What do you think would happen? He would do whatever he think is the right thing. He think that the architect is trying to say. He will endeavor his best to interpret the words, but then there would be confusion because the architect will say, that is not what I meant. So Yahweh himself now gave us the, the symbolic language and he not only gave us the symbolic language of revelation or his prophecies in Daniel, but he gave the interpretation thereof so that we would not come to give our own understanding and interpretation of his will. Now in figures and symbols, subjects of vast importance were presented to John. Now in figures and symbols, subjects of vast importance were presented to John, which he was to record that the people of Yahweh living in his age and in future ages might have an intelligent understanding of the perils and conflicts before them. That was the important and sacred duty of John the Revelator on the Isle of Patmos. He wrote down what was given to him in symbolic language that would affect him from his time 
up to today and at the coming of the Son of Man. This revelation was given for the guidance and comfort of the church throughout the Christian dispensation. Yet, hear me now, yet religious teachers have declared that it is a sealed book and its secrets cannot be explained. Here the devil is fighting against Yahweh's church by trying to dilute or to contaminate the unadulterated word of Yahweh by saying that his revelation is closed. How can it be a revelation that is closed? Revelation by its own name means an opening or revealing. So we see that Satan is very cunning and wants to do everything to blind the eyes of people from reading this very important book. And as a result of that, many have turned from the prophetic record, refusing to devote time and study to its mysteries. But Yahweh does not wish his people to regard the book thus. It is the revelation of Yeshua Hamashiach, which Yahweh gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. That is the crux of the whole matter for the book of Revelation. Yahweh in his love and mercy for us gave us the revelation of his son, which was given to John the Revelator and signified by his angel the things which must shortly come to pass. Now, if this revelation was given nearly 2,000 years ago and the scripture is saying things which must shortly come to pass, then my goodness, we must certainly be right there at the coming of the Son of Man. For 2,000 years ago, it said things which must shortly come to pass. And 2,000 years by no means is short. So brothers and sisters, this is the serious times that we are living in. The coming of Yeshua is at the door. We have got to get ready and we have got to study the sure word of prophecy in this book that the devil is trying to deceive many with is a closed book. Now, the Most High himself revealed to his servant the mysteries contained in this very book. And he designs that they shall be open to the study of all. It's no private interpretation, for there's no private interpretation of the scripture. Let none be fooled. Yahweh's Holy Spirit is the ultimate teacher of the scripture. And he reveals these things unto us when we seek after them and when we pray and read and study for enlightenment. Its truths are addressed to those living in the last days of earth's history as well as to those living in the days of John. This is an exciting time to be alive, to witness the fulfillment of these great Bible prophecies leading up to the coming of the Son of the Most High. And we are not in darkness, or we were not left in darkness. And those who are in darkness are those who refuse to read the scripture and who are saying that they have put a lid on the prophecies of this book, there's no blessing for them. There's only a curse and eternal damnation. And as I conclude, let none think because they cannot explain the meaning of every symbol in the book of Revelation that it is useless for them to search this book in an effort to know the meaning of the truth contained in it. The one who revealed these mysteries to John will give to the diligent searcher for truth a foretaste of the heavenly things. Would you say amen? 
those whose hearts are open to the reception of truth will be enabled to understand its teachings. Brothers and sisters, Yahweh loves you and me. He gave us this show word of prophecy that we would not be ignorant and that we would know exactly what is coming upon the earth so that when it begins to unfold, we will look up for our salvation right nigh. Read the book of Revelation prayerfully. Yahweh will give you the understanding thereof. It's not a difficult book. If you look at it superficially at the symbolism therein, you are going to be deceived by the devil by giving all sorts of spurious interpretations. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And Yeshua said, For they are they which testify of him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. That you have been so wonderful to us. You have given us a sure word of prophecy. And you said that those who read the book of Revelation shall receive a blessing. Father, the enemy came not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But you came to give life and to give it more abundantly. This life is in your Son and in the study of your word. I pray that those who hear this podcast will not be afraid of the book of Revelation, but would embrace it as your love letter to the world, to those who are your servants and to those who want to receive you into their lives, that you would give them an understanding and appreciation of your love for us by giving us this book of the things that are shortly to come. So bless us as we read this book. Open thou our minds and our understanding, I pray. And ultimately, we would invite you into our hearts. Until you shall come, keep us faithful, I pray. Change hearts, save souls. In your son's name, we thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at proclaimgospelvi at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.